What up, everybody? I'm back. This is day three of 10 for 10. I'm getting kind of tired of this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. I'm in my office again. Got my Ray Troll collection behind me. I took some notes for this one. Okay. So I, I did an Instagram thing last night saying, like, what should I make videos on? Lots of good suggestions. But the one that had me laughing the most was, haha, talk about your pet peeves in the vintage biz so i'm going to talk about my pet peeves in the vintage game right now but before i do that um like i said i talked about this last night these are my ray troll shirts sick fish artist but i just got this in the mail today this is something i've been looking for for a while the pulp fishing ray troll 1995 all right Shout out Divine Vintage for hooking this up. I posted on my Instagram and I was asking if anyone had this and he came through on it. This one's super clean. Uh, it'll probably fit me, so that's dope. Stoked on it. That leads me into my first pet peeve. I post this shirt and I go to tag Divine Vintage and there's like a hundred Divine Vintages. I don't know which Divine Vintage it is. I don't remember. Uh, so I tag it. I tag the wrong one. I go to tag it again. I tag the wrong one again. Goddamn Divine Vintage. I don't know. Sorry, man. I tagged you wrong. But come on, people. Make better Instagram names. Thrift God. Thrift Lord. Thrift Bin Dude. Friggin' Thrift Come Up. Divine Vintage. Divine VTG. LA Vintage God Thrift. Okay. You gotta think of better names. You gotta be more unique. And leads me into my second pet peeve. If you're going to make a vintage Instagram name that is the same as everybody else's, we got to see your face on there. You can't hide behind Instagram. Instagram isn't like the mask that lets you like do whatever you want and tax big prices so no one knows who you are. Eventually, everyone's going to know who you are. You can't hide behind that shit. What's the whole point of marketing your vintage bids if nobody knows who you are i guess people want to hide they want to go to the thrift and they don't want anyone to know that like not to call you out divine vintage sorry i mean you're a good dude you sent me this shirt i'm just using you as an example on this but like you know if you're at the thrift and someone sees you and goes like oh that guy's like thrift king 101 i'm gonna go like digging is i'm gonna go like get it get the shit before he does ah it's like it ain't gonna affect your life it's not gonna affect your life if people know who you are i mean the one thing i could see is that like if someone knows who you are and they know you're taxing crazy prices and you're trying to cop off them for the low low then yeah so i could see why you want to remain anonymous for that fact but that fact is another fucking pet peeve if you're going to charge crazy prices and you're going to try to sell it on the crazy... I'm sorry. If you're going to charge crazy high prices and then you're going to come in buying on the super low low and try to grind people and tell them they're crazy for trying to sell it at something at that price even though it's like so below wholesale and you're trying to charge stupid money for it. That shit's disrespectful. That shit is like uh, bad business. It's not conducive to longevity in this business. You know, if you're selling a tee for 600 bucks and you're trying to come in and pay someone like 30 bucks for it, that shit is whack. 
If you know you're gonna get 600 bucks for it, come up and pay some real money for this tee. I get it. If you go to the thrift store and you find a $1.99 tee that's worth 600 bucks, that's rad. You're not gonna go and pay the thrift store more money. That's their price. But if someone has a $200 price tag on a tee that you're gonna get 400 and you're trying to grind them down to 100, it's like, dude, come on, pay up. Don't be cheap. People don't be cheap. Okay, that is hella annoying. Hella annoying. There's some people out there that do this. You know who you are. I'm just ranting on this one. I'm just calling people out. Not by your name, but you know who you are. Okay. Um, so yeah, don't hide behind your Instagram. That shit's whack. Personal branding is super important. If you want to big yourself up, you got a personal brand, your, 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 your vintage thrift thing, okay? Whatever it is, you should be personally branding it. Don't hide behind your Instagram. People want to see you just as much as they want to see the t-shirts. If they're going to buy something from someone, they want to know who they're dealing with. They want to know like the face behind that. They, it's, It creates personal relationships seeing who they're dealing with. So don't hide behind your Instagram. Post yourself once in a blue moon. Plus that way, when we're all walking around the Rose Bowl, it's like you come up to be like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm dog 75 vintage from where where and i'm like I don't, how am i supposed to know that because you, i've never seen your face before because you never posted it on instagram jeez gosh gosh people okay so i've ranted about vintage insta names i've ranted about people who tax too much like come on that's crazy okay so back on to taxing too much taxing too much is okay if that's your market if that's your market and you're like i only sell to like Kanye, whatever. I only sell to Kanye and fucking, I don't know, who else? Lady Gaga, sure. Okay, you can tax. Like, you can have $1,000 t-shirts. That's all, that's your game. 500 to to $1,000 t-shirts. But if you're out there at the flea, at some crappy flea, selling like 10, 20, $30 tees, and then you're like, but like this, these couple grails are like beyond retail, like dumb, dumb money. It doesn't make sense. You got to stay in your lane. You got to like either be on like the dumb, dumb money side or like the low, like Depop side. I mean, we're, we fall victim to this shit too. Cause we do it like at the Rose Bowl. Sure. We have high prices. We have low prices, but even our high prices are still wholesale compared to like the high, high. So like all I'm saying is like, pick your lane. You want to be, you want to be like the, the, the dealer to the stars or do you want to be the dealer to like the dealer? You can't, it's hard to be both. Okay, this is another friggin' thing that pisses me off about people in vintage biz. Okay, like, you go walk around the Rose Bowl, and you see the same booths out there time after time. Obviously, people have permanent booths, so they're there all the time. And then you go by, and like six months down the road, you're like, I saw that jacket six months ago. The same shit's up on the wall. And then you're like, how much is that? And he's like, it's 600 bucks. And then the next month, he's like, yeah, that's 600 bucks. The next month, he's like, that's 600 bucks. Dude, it's not worth 600 bucks. It's been there for six months. Nobody's buying it, man. Like, come down on your price. Like, is are you attached to that? Like, is that jacket like your, your child? Like, do you need to keep, is, does it make you feel good to like keep that jacket around? Like, are you a collector or are you a dealer? Like, pick pick what you're going to be. Like, do you want to sell clothes or do you want to like just have clothes and, and tell people high prices all the time that they're never going to pay? That is bad business to me. Pick what you want to do. Do you want to be a dealer or a collector? You can collect stuff and you can sell stuff, but don't put your collection out for dumb prices just to, for show and then don't sell it because it's the prices are too dumb. Like, come on. Pick it, flip it, repeat. PFR. Yeah, pick, flip, repeat. There you go. Shout out PFR. 
That's what you got to do in this business. Okay. This one sucks and it's super annoying. People that think eBay is the, the Bible of the vintage business. I don't want to swear, but screw eBay. eBay's whack. eBay, you know, sure, I sell on eBay. eBay might make you some money, but eBay does not dictate the, the final end all prices. Sometimes we can get way, I, usually we get way more money not on eBay for certain things. And then certain things that I can't even sell on eBay, I'm selling for great money outside of eBay. So don't think that eBay is going to like teach you everything you need to know about the vintage biz. It's whack. It's whack when you go around the flea or you go into a store and you're like, huh, I can get that on eBay for whatever. We don't care that you can get that on eBay for whatever. It's stupid. Uh, like every person has their own market and the market dictates what the price is. The price is what someone's willing to pay. That's it. So on eBay, someone's willing to pay a certain price. In a store in Wisconsin, someone's willing to pay a certain price. At the Rose Bowl, someone's willing to pay a certain price. That's it. You got to know your market. You got to know your lane. And don't quote eBay. Even if you're going to use eBay as like your Bible of pricing, don't talk about it. It makes you look whack. Sorry. Period. Done. Okay. <laughs> I'm considered an old head now, which is crazy. I'm an old head. I'm almost 40. But I've been at the ball since I was young, since I was like uh, in my 20s, like mid-20s, okay? But I always had a, a different mentality than most people. The old head mentality is whack. The old head mentality is whack. Bitching about people picking in the bins. Bitching about people hitting the rag houses. Bitching about the new wave of, of streetwear and vintage and vintage and streetwear mixing and people making good money because they know what they're doing better than you old heads don't know what you're doing. That shit is whack. The old head mentality is whack. Move with the times or be a dinosaur and be extinct. Okay. This is probably everybody's worst pet peeve in the vintage biz. People that just like the graphic. People that buy rock tees just for the graphic and they don't know what it is at all. I seen on Instagram um, a blind melon shirt and someone was like, is that blind skateboards? No, it's not. It's blind melon. Come on. You probably were born after it came out. But hey, um, my phone was low battery, but it's still recording. Okay. Uh, personally, I don't give up. You want to buy a shirt for the graphic, buy a shirt for the graphic. If people weren't buying shirts for the graphics, then we'd all be out of business because not everyone loves these bands we're trying to sell on t-shirts. So I don't even care. That kind of is old head mentality <laughs> right there. But I could see how it would be most people's pet peeve. Okay. Sarah just called me. People keep calling me, interrupting these videos. Whatever. Um, okay. I got a couple more written down. See what I got. Okay. People who think they are the shit because they have good vintage. Okay. I'm going to say something here. That annoys me. Just because you have some material piece of clothing that's cool or worth a lot of money or like the hype piece of the time does not make you special. Does not make you a special picker. Does not make you better than the next guy. Vintage 
hype vintage and good vintage and big pieces as we call it is the easiest thing to sell it actually makes if like if you're only selling like big pieces and high-end vintage and like hype vintage you're actually not even as good of a businessman you're actually like a you're actually just you're picking the bottom fruit that's like the easiest to pick and it's the easiest to sell so really you're doing way less work because that shit sells itself so like there's i just don't have that much respect for people who only sell that it's like i respect someone who can go out and find the crap and sell that like that's way harder like if you can go out and find the crap and sell it and make that cool to people that is what's up not being able to sell like fucking nirvana heart-shaped box tea anybody can sell that tea if you find that anybody can sell it and if you find a score on ebay for heart-shaped box tea great go buy it and go sell it that's simple 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 business but if you can like go friggin find bazinga t-shirts at the thrift and make those cool and sell those yo you're a real g like that's like that's some epic shit because that stuff is whack that's why we build Frankie. That's why we do reworks. Is we take stuff that isn't that cool and we make it super cool and we sell it. Selling hype stuff, selling big vintage pieces, popular vintage is super easy. There's nothing to it. But I do respect the hustle. So that's another thing that pisses me off. People who think picking is luck. There is no luck in picking. There is hustle in picking. Uh, luck favors the bold. You gotta be hustling to find vintage so people who are commenting like people find shit and they get good stuff all the time they're like oh you're so lucky you're like the luckiest picker like yo you gotta horseshoe up your ass it's like okay i get it it's like yeah sometimes luck but if you're not if you're not grinding if you're not putting yourself in the ring if you're not like you know shooting shots at goal you can't score period 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 so like those guys who are getting all the goods who are really out there hustling are just what I said. They're fucking hustling. And the guys who are bitter because they go to like one shitty thrift store a day and not find anything. And they think they just they just have bad luck and the world's coming down on them. Like, that's ridiculous. Huge pet peeve. Luck favors the bold. That's it. Ranting done. There's probably lots more. I didn't even think about this very long. But I want to hear your rants, your biggest pet peeves in the vintage biz in the comments. Please put them in the comments uh you know let's talk smack let's talk shit on people here um let's do it go for it go follow me on instagram follow the channel